notwendig. Am I live? Of course I'm live. People deluded. I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. I can't lie. AM has thrown me off. You lot onto me. I'm not going to sit here and cap for the galley out there. Yeah, I don't really want to tell my my business, but I was enjoying my shower. I was singing and carrying on with myself, people. So, yeah, I wasn't trying to leave anytime soon. When you look this sexy, you get me? it takes a while to scrub up and you know, look nice and all these things. So allow me in it, people. It is what it is. I wasn't even going to go live today. I was going to air you lot till tomorrow. But this is the thanks I get, you know. Mate, no, it's cool, it's cool. This is why I prefer Twitch anyways, man. You big up J Money, you know. AM's just saying nonsense. Justin's on, man. Omar's on, man. So I was like, we're waiting as well. Justin's on to, man. Big up Jay as well, because he was just saying lateness, greatness, the one we get to hide behind. But on a serious note, I hope everyone's doing well and safe. Hope everyone had a week to remember in terms of moving that much closer to their goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, and all them things. Transfer business, I don't know, you know, obviously Arsenal, we got we got smacked up against Spurs, in it? So they had to give us something positive. Is this where all this news is coming from? Alleged rumours, bids for Gab Hazers, signing a winger called Marquinhos. I'm not going to cap people, never seen him, but he's Brazilian and that, so I'll give him a chance. Brazilian winger, you always get a chance in my book. And there's a couple other things, Saliba, Eddie and Getty, are the beer things, people. But yeah, it is what it is. Don't forget, today is FA Cup, people. FA Cup final. I'm live on YouTube and Twitch. I'm going to be live to watch that with you lot. Liverpool versus Chelsea, Chelsea, Liverpool. Now, I think Chelsea are going to win purely because, as an Arsenal fan, normally the team that's doing shit are, unless it's Arsenal versus Villa in an FA Cup final, typically do the business. But pardon me, of course, I hope Liverpool win. You know, best case scenario. Liverpool win the League Cup, FA Cup, bottle the league because I know Liverpool fans and obviously Champions League goes to Real Madrid, isn't it? And obviously Spurs mess up. I would say I'm doing a watch. I was going to do a watch along for Spurs Burnley, but I just, bro, come on. I ain't, I ain't putting myself, I ain't supporting Burnley. They're going to fuck it up. And I hope to God I get clipped up. I'm wrong. Burnley are not on nine. You know, we need to be, we need to be uh, Newcastle United on Monday. And, you know, Eddie Howe said Trippier's back. You know that ex-bud is going to try licking a free kick or do something against us. Wilson's back. It's peak. We've got 180 minutes to pattern this, in it, people? But at some point, how many chances have we been given? And I told Arsenal fans this. I blame you lot, you know. I blame Arteta for moaning. I blame the players, but I blame the fans because... Have you not noticed yet, ironically, because Chelsea are playing today, every time Arsenal fans start even looking at third place and things happen, we start collapsing. So just allow it, man. I blame all of you lot. I blame everyone, man. It's all love, man. BZ, I appreciate that, man. I love you lot. Love for the content, man. How you doing, DG? This brother got the D DG stamp. Jay, I can't verify his tick. I can't lie. I, should, I don't know if you saw me at it, but there was a compilation going around on him, going around on him, and whoever made the comp on him don't like him. He got enemy of progress because he's all missing shots, first touches all bugged. Uh, from what I saw in that two-minute clip, he looks like a, he looks very raw. I don't think it's quite going to be a Martinelli thing that you're going to be in the first team straight away. It's looking like Pedro Befello, Wellington Silva, Joel Campbell vibes. You might have to join the loan. Carlos Vela, you might have to do up loan army and pattern something there. But we all hope, innit? You know, I don't know nothing about him, but in a good way. I know you can't expect everyone to be Martinelli, but I knew nothing about Martinelli same way, so... Hopefully, in it, you know, really and truly hope so. But I know nothing about the guy. I can't verify his thing, man. So, yeah, man. 
Why do Arsenal always go for unknown players, bro? We just can't attract good players. I hear you. I want the stars and things, but arguably buying these quote-unquote unknown players have worked out better. We bought household names. I'm gassing it a lot in Lacazette, Xhaka, Pepe, doing them dirty, but Marie, not Marie, you know, William, Cedric, and you can speak, you know, some have fared better than others, but I just care about the right players. If you have to spend 29 million for a done fair play, if you have to spend 2 million for a guy fair play, we've been mismanagement, mismanaging. Whatever you say about Xhaka, who I don't really think has been a flop, but, you know, just he's been here for time and we all set, you know, divided opinions, Pepe and Laka. We've spent big money. We've got free transfers like William. You know, when you buy Dons like Marie, you buy have to buy twice, really and truly. You know, we've got shit Dons, really. You know, so it, I just want the right guys. As long as there's been scouting, due diligence and all of that, I'm all for it. And I'm not saying this Marquinhos guy is going to be like that, but at the same time, you want Dons that you have to try and beat the market. Half of these players we sit here and waffle about, they had to start somewhere, you know. Bear guys could have got Haaland, you know. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, maybe he ain't got the he ain't got the juice, but he he was there for time before Salzburg. You know, Latoura was there. You know, a couple of these players are there. You know, Arsenal, you saw it resurfaced. Resurfaced. We was linked with Vlahovic from his days in Serbia in that before he's obviously went to Fiorentina and now at Juventus. So sign the right guys, try and beat the market, really and truly. As long as they're the right dons, that is all that matters to me, man. I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and cap. Hit the like button, people. What's YouTube saying? To sign Marquinhos. Yeah, made this bid. I can't lie, my fan broke, and this is the worst period. I need to buy a new one on Amazon straight after. This is hot, 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 especially when there's all these lights shining in my face. But yeah, what are you lot saying? So yeah, it is what it is. What I'm happy for is that Edu is finally using his Brazilian powers. He already done that. He wrote William, didn't it? I just want them to be the right guys. But like AM is saying, it does look meaty. It does look meaty. Marquinhos is four years in for the PSG play. I was I was so happy until I saw it was a dude from Sao Paulo. Give him a chance, man. Give him a chance. And to be fair, you played yourself, man. Man can't think where big, big Marquinhos going to sign for Arsenal Football Club. That's a myth. You know, if he ever said he's leaving PSG, there's bare things he could, he could be doing in the game, really. There's hella, there's hella different reports for this guy as well. So I'm give me a sec, people. We'll start getting into. We've got a lot to go through. Slap that one there as well. Where else is there? Where is it? Where's the Arsenal one? There it is. All these things there. So yeah, man, it's quite an interesting one, man. Let's get into it. Don't forget to hit the like button. Arsenal got to run the propaganda. Watch Julian Brand links get spun again. Harlan interested. Question G, I looked into this and we've only lost twice with our strongest 11. Do we blame this lack of depth on, on Edu slash Arteta or the board? Everyone, bro, the fuck? All of them. Like, Edu and Arteta have to take blame. I can't sit here and blame as much as that you can criticise Kronke and all this. I can't. The squad depth, the play in front, it's on them too. We played a dangerous game with centre-halves and for a while it wasn't relevant. Now you're seeing with Gabriel maybe having an injury, Ben White feeling some sort of way. Holding, being an idiot and getting sent off. You know, we should have used low, applied low block tax to him. You see, maybe Marie and Chambers should have stayed. I don't care that they've gone. Obviously, you're seeing um, you're seeing the problems. You're, why are you always blaming, though? I, I, I don't know what that means, but you're going to have to specify. You obviously saw whether you rate Cedric or Tavares. Maybe Ainsley could have stayed. Now, these guys wanted to leave, but this is the playing squad. We all know up front. 
Eddie's doing his thing, but realistically, we all know that the story we've got to, you know. So as much as it, it, it is what it is, and I, the one thing I would say is that clipping all of these players, um, clipping, clipping all of these, clipping all of these players has obviously put more togetherness in the team. But we've played a dangerous game in it. They have to take responsibility. Really, that is their. That is specifically our Teta squad. Everyone that is in or out of that squad has been because of him, really and truly. You know, it is what it is. We're not signing Marquinhos. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. We literally are. Allegedly. So, yeah, let's crack on with this, man. The comment you're talking about right now. It is to blame. Like, blame doesn't have to be a bad thing. Same way if we get top four, you could get praise for the gamble. You know, you have to ask these decisions. You know, you can't just sit here and blame Kronke or blame Arteta or Eddie in isolation. You know, you failed to do what you needed to do last summer, really, apart from the business that was done. Failed to get a striker in certain things in this in, in Jan and let people go. And for the large part, it's worked. But this is why you keep people in and around the squad for when things like this happen. So I don't know what this blame comment means, but yeah, like that's just stating facts. That is it. You play the game and it is what it is. So yeah, P man. But yeah, in relation to Arsenal, as you look can see here, Arsenal agree three million Marquinhos transfers, Gunners closing on Sao Paulo, attacker people. The first article I want to look at is this. Sao Paulo has a pro Arsenal proposal for Marquinhos. Allegedly, he has a contractual situation where he could have left for free if they don't take ours or someone else's deal currently right now. And apparently what Arsenal are doing is viewed as a goodwill gesture. I mean, Sao Paulo might bring through some serious done soon, so... Yeah, it is what it is. Sao Paulo has a proposal from Arsenal for England for striker Marquinhos. The club must accept the offer, which has not been disclosed. The deal tends to be sacrament so that the transfer takes place in the next window. Marquinhos, who is 19, has a contract with Sao Paulo until 2024, but disagreement violates FIFA's regulations despite it being within what Brazilian law says is a factor that should accelerate the sale. The player signed in 2019 at the age of 16 his first professional contract. The five-year contract is permitted by Pele law, but FIFA restricts this first agreement to just three years. As you see, typically when you're 16, you can only sign three years. They might say three years with a, an option of another one, or they might agree that once you turn 18, where you can sign for five years or so, or however long you want. Like if you wanted to be declared, if you wanted to be, if you wanted to be Declan Rice and sign that West Ham eight-year deal. So there's a loophole that we're exploiting, really and truly. So it is what it is. As I've said, never seen him play. The fact that you're Brazilian called Marquinhos give you a chance, isn't it? But never seen him play. Don't know the situation. Don't know if he'll be a red, a red immediately ready to move into the Premier League or he might have to go on loan. As I said, like what we're doing with other people. But because of this situation, but because of the situations like this, Sao Paulo entered into litigation with other players, as is the case with Lucas Fazon. FIFA's positioned. In Son left the club with special authorization from FIFA. If he decides to sue FIFA, Marquinhos may have his contract with Sao Paulo terminated in July when he turns three. I think that means 20 or something. Therefore, Google Translate not helping us. Therefore, Sao Paulo and the athlete intend to accept Arsenal's offer, which would not be for very high values to prevent the player from leaving for free. So, yeah, he could be leaving. That was the first article. As you can see here from Fabrizio Romano, Talks on going between Arsenal and Sao Paulo for Brazilian winger Marquinhos, born in 2003. Fucking hell. New, me new meeting took place today. There are still details to discuss before full agreement. The fee will be around three, um, $3 million, as, as said. Sao Paulo need to sell Marquinhos or they will lose him for free, people. So, yeah, that's that. Um, Marquinhos no longer plays for Sao Paulo. 
The striker Marquinhos was sold for about 3.5 euros. Um, he's not part of Sao Paulo's list of players for the game on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, a bunch of players are leaving. The sale of the 19-year-old striker's rights to Arsenal can be considered a favour or goodwill gesture by the English club, aiming at a good relationship for future business with Sao Paulo, the selling club. As you should do all of that. Because when the next Neymar or Lucas Moore, when Lucas Moore used to be sick, not what we're seeing now, um, when these duns come about, Edu, this is what I want to see, man. You know, it is. We could have banduled them. We could have zanged them and took them for free, but... It's a goodwill gesture. I can't lie. Paying paying three on three three million or for free. I don't know, but apparently, as we said, people he signed the five year deal, which he shouldn't have. You know, I don't know why they did that. Um, and they tried to the board tried to renew. They came to no agreement for whatever reason. So yeah, he's keeping it. Him and a couple of players seem to be keeping it moving. That's what the Brazilian articles are saying, people. Um, as you can see here, Arsenal in negotiations and the transfer fees keep fluctuating. I don't. talking points across YouTube and Twitch. Get them in, people. Arsenal in negotiations to sign Brazilian club keen to strike agreement to avoid losing, oh yes, losing highly rated teenager for free once his contract expires. I hope he is highly rated, but I've never seen him. We live in a day and age of potential where it is what it is. When I see Brazilian, I get excited. I think he's, you know, he's someone that will get people off seats, but I don't know his level of experience. I don't know his level I don't know nothing about him. He looks raw from the little clips for, uh, um, floating around on Twitter, you know. So I don't know if he, I don't think, based on the two minutes I've seen on Twitter, which is not good enough, I don't think you're going to go into the first team. Now, Martinelli wasn't projected to go into the first team, but he impressed Emery and so on and so forth. But you do see rumours that he may go out on load. It might be Luke, Carlos Vela, Pedro Buffello, Wellington Silver sort of vibes. I don't know our plans for the 19 year old people, but yeah, man, it is what it is. You know, he signed a five-year deal in 2019. FIFA have refused to accept it as he was underage. So, they, Sao Paulo have made a serious error there. So, Arsenal are in talks with Sao Paulo over a deal for Brazilian winger Marquinhos. The highly rated 19-year-old is keen to make the move. And Sao Paulo want to strike a deal for the risk of losing the teenager for free when his contract runs out. I hope you get the bag, man. Life-changing money for you and your people, then. Marquinhos signed a five-year deal in 2019, but FIFA have refused to accept it as he was underage when he signed the contract. So the contract is only valid for three years under normal regulations, people. Sao Paulo have tried to convince him to sign an extension, but he has turned down the offer. Arsenal offering around 2.9 million and negotiations are advancing after a further meeting on Friday. Allegedly, Wolves and Atletico Madrid have also shown an interest, but Arsenal are expected to finalise terms in the coming days. The Gunners also remain keen to sign Manchester City striker Gabriel Jesus and are among six clubs to have held talks with his reps. So, yeah, make of that. Let's see what Charles Watts has said. Has he missed out anything, people? As you see here, the Gunners have been holding extensive talks with Sao Paulo over the 19-year-old during the past week, and an agreement has now been reached. Final details still need to be sorted out before the transfer can be concluded, but Marquinhos is now expected to be Arsenal's first signing of the transfer window, people. It's been told it's about three, mil three million. Arsenal have taken advantage of the loophole, people. Personal terms are not expected to be an issue. Apparently, he's a talented young forward who operates mainly as a winger, but he can also play through the... 
replacement for Pepe. I can't verify because I've never seen him. He looks raw like your first touch, playing with your head up, anticipation. Everything you'd expect needs to be patterned. So I don't know if he's immediately ready for Premier League football. Um, he's left-footed and he's comfortable in either wing, although his preferred role is out wide on the right so he can cut inside on his favoured foot. He broke through the Sao Paulo side as an 18-year-old, making his debut against Flamengo in July 2021. I mean, anyone that watched the Montague tournament where you saw Angelo and all them Brazilian brothers that are 16, 17, Edu, you need to do a bit more shopping around them sides there because scout reports soon, low and soon land people. There's some serious Brazilian duns coming up. What are Arsenal's plans for him? Marquinhos is being signed as one for the future, sources have confirmed. Now, he, not every young G has to make it here. If he makes it here, great. If he doesn't, can we be in a scenario where we make profit? Providing the deal goes through without any last-minute last hitches, he could be given an opportunity to work with the first team during pre-season. If he impresses, he could earn himself a place on the summer tour to America. His arrival will not have an impact on Arsenal's main summer transfer plans, with Gunners looking at bringing in two senior attackers. Talks are ongoing, or better yet, continuing over Gabriel Jesus. And we've also shown an interest in Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's having a stinker of a season. Jonathan David, who I'm sure has only scored one goal in 2022. And Tammy Abraham, people. So, yeah, that's that in relation to that. I can't find the article, but there was a, it was an expectation he might have to touch loan, a loan team, people. As you can see here, he's being, you know, he's being linked as one of those for the future. So, we'll see what the Donny's got in his locker, people, you know. Everyone's just confirming the same thing. Uh, apparently, incoming Arsenal signing set to be loaned out. La Liga move is likely as well. Work permit things may not be a problem, people. So, <clears throat> That's probably where that one there is, co is coming from, if I'm honest with you. One sec, it's gone in there, Twitch. Okay, Twitch, we're still here. Uh, Arsenal are about to complete the signing of Sao Paulo, youngster Marquinhos, as first reported by reports in Brazil. An agreement's been reached. Any chance to fight for the player and guaranteed the signing for a bargain amount as his club were afraid of losing, in this, losing him this summer. Now it turns out that despite taking Marquinhos now, Arsenal are not expected to use him next season. Sports Witness has learned that the 19-year-old is expected to be loaned out at first, with the favourite destination being a Spanish club. And that's true, it is a massive jump. You know, it's a massive, massive, massive jump playing Premier League football. And I don't know how many appearances he's, he, he's, he's got to his name and, and all of these sort of things. And all of these sort of things, people. So if I just type in... Marquinhos, Sao Paulo. I don't know about FIFA, but let's say, people, I just want to, just because just we mentioned it, how many appearances have you got to your name as a professional footballer? All right, eight, 19 years of age, just turned 19. He's played 16 times this season, got three goals. He's only played 28 times in the league, you know, 90 times in, I guess, different sort of cups. He's played 22 times in the league in, in total, one appearance this year, uh, 39 appearances for Sao Paulo, four goals, three assists. So very raw, you know, it, not only the jump from from Brazilian league to European football, psychologically, mentally, physically, you know, just in terms of you're now going to play for Arsenal, man, are going to know you in that, you know. And obviously, is he necessarily ready? It would tie into what we're doing, but he's probably a bit raw with it. Maybe that's, listen, if we've done our due diligence, Atletico and Wolves are looking at him, to us common football fans, he might be an unknown entity or if you're in Brazilian league, you might know. But to me, I don't know nothing about Donny really and truly. So that tells you a bit there, really. Um, 
In the quicker surprising move, as you saw here, he's expected to go on loan. Only a big turnaround with the player convincing Arteta during pre-season would convince the Gunners to keep him in the squad for the 2022-23 season. Marquinhos made his professional debut for Sao Paulo last year. So things have happened very quickly for him. And despite not getting a regret losing him for such a low fee now, Arsenal, who took the opportunity, see the move similar to when they signed Martinelli for Mitano back in 2019. The difference is they felt the striker was ready to develop at the club and that proved to be the right move for the Gunners. So that's that in relation to him, people. This is completely different, yeah, but I've been screaming we need a left-back, 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 people. Obviously, Barcelona's drip is different to ours, but if Rafael Guerrero, who I've wanted since his days in France at Lorient, he can play as a left-back, can actually play in midfield, you know, if his contract is expiring and they really only want eight to ten million euros, I can't lie. Self-explanatory where I'm going in it, people. Obviously, bring in Aaron Hickey, bring him to the carpet and that. But if there's any hitch-ups and messing about there, this is where I'd be going. Completely off topic, but Saka's been nominated for Premier League Player of the Season and Young Player, as has Ramsdale, people. Make sure you're voting for Demandem and that. Uh, apparently, Eddie and Ketty are Arsenal increasing... Sorry, Arsenal exit increasingly likely. Liverpool and Chelsea monitoring situation. He's been at Chelsea before. Who wouldn't want to play at Liverpool? You could replace Origi, but are you going to play enough? You probably need to drop down a level or two and join Crystal Palace, West Ham and these sort of things, really. Um Eddie Nketiah looks increasingly likely to leave Arsenal once his contract expires this summer, 90 Minute understands, with Liverpool and Chelsea among those monitoring his situation. We all know he's been a regular. He scored four goals in his last six outings. In 18, 19 appearances, he has four goals, though. Um, so, yeah, man, he's been doing what he's doing, people. Um, he's probably stated he wants to explore all of his options. Arsenal retain hope that he'll sign a new long-term contract. But 90 Minute has learned that a summer exit is now looking increasingly likely for Eddie, despite Arteta publicly stating that he remains an integral part of his plans. And as I keep saying, you might have turned a corner. You might have He might have changed his mind. And I'm not necessarily blaming Arteta, but you just got to look at it without emotions. For Eddie and Ketty, huh? I'm sure if we get Champions League football, even Europa, there's more games. But are you going to play enough at Liverpool, Chelsea or Arsenal to develop? You know, you've got to just look at how we've got here. You know, it took a failed pursuit of Lavic. It took a Bamian nonsense going on. It took Lacazette losing his form for you to get your opportunity. And sometimes in life that happens. Obviously, these have done more for the club and our internationals and that. But you've got to look at the mass, really and truly, you know. Don't look at emotions because Arteta is going to tell you everything. For As a fan, I hope he tells you everything. You know, because we're letting money go out the door. West Ham, Newcastle, Everton, Crystal Palace are among the sides firmly interested in picking him up on a free transfer. But 90 Minute understands that Liverpool and Chelsea are also monitoring Eddie's situation, with both clubs believing that the 22-year-old could be an attractive squad option to boost the already strong front. Like, you would be a good squad player. That's why I say you probably need to drop down a level, really, really and truly. I wouldn't begrudge you for joining Liverpool or Chelsea, recent Premier League and Champions League winners. But are you, are you, are you going to play enough? That's the thing. They probably see you as money really and truly. So, I don't know what could be done there, man, but I'm kind of over this, really. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. That's on Eddie and Ketia. Uh, what's this saying? Gold, I mean, football.london. Let's see what this is saying with the transfer news, people. Marquinhos will not impact our transfer plans. Eden Hazard has ruled out uh, an Arsenal move, as he says he will stay at Real Madrid next season. He wants to show his quality at Real Madrid. Don't want to give up on his future. Apparently, Fabrizio Romano has said Arsenal are preparing the opening bid for Gabriel Jesus. So this means whether we get him or not is another thing. But, you know, this should mean that certain I's and dots have been crossed and dotted 
with his advisors in terms of what sort of contract he wants and all of them sort of things. So now a bid can be placed. Whether we get him is all subjective. But Arsenal are preparing the opening bid for Gabriel Jesus. Manchester City, pardon me, want around 50 to 60 million to sell Gabriel this summer. Even if his current deal won't be extended, Arsenal already discussed with his agent. We like the project, said his agent, people. So we'll have to see how that one demands. Allegedly, Nicolas Pepe drops Arsenal future hint. Nicolas Pepe drops a hint about his Arsenal future after announcing that he switches agencies on Instagram. Well, yeah, make your agent do something for you, really. So, yeah, he switched agencies. Big up to him, people. So, yeah, man, go and do your thing. Dybala, according to Italian outlet, apparently the agent of Paolo Dybala is currently in London to discuss offers from Premier League clubs, including London. That could be the three London clubs in Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, who apparently got close to getting him once. You know, it could even, you know, people from Manchester could have met him in London. You know, everyone could be done. You could be met from someone from Spain could go and just say, let's have lunch in London. You lot got peas. So we'll have to see. Fuck Gary Neville and what he's got to say. Flipping dickhead, man. You're cheering on United. He's cheering on Spurs more than United. Prick. Anyways, people, apparently Fabrizio Romano said for Eddie, Arsenal are trying to extend his contract. They're pushing and pushing to extend his contract. They want to get it done. It's not easy because in January, many Bundesliga clubs and Premier League clubs like Crystal Palace and West Ham approached him. But now he's playing. And so he's tempted by this Arsenal possibility. I can't lie. Eddie, Eddie I, if you sign a new deal, I can't lie. I hope you play in that. But I think you're an idiot, really. Like, I think you need to look at it without emotion. Apparently, um, Arthur Mello's agent's been doing chatines. Arthur Mello looking for Juventus exit as agent reveals failed Arsenal transfer. Arthur Mello's agent has revealed, hit the like button if you haven't already, people, has revealed that the midfielder was close to joining Arsenal in January and claims the 25-year-old still wants to leave Juventus this summer. As we all know, the Gunners held extensive talks to sign Arthur in the January transfer window, but were unable to reach an agreement with Juventus, who were willing to let the midfielder leave on an 18-month loan with an option to buy for around €34 million. 40 million euros. Arsenal, however, were pushing for a loan deal until the end of the season, and it's understood that the club's hierarchy were reluctant to agree to Juventus's terms. Um, Arthur, who initially was playing, Arthur struggled for playing time in recent weeks, starting just two of Juventus's last eight games in all comps. And Arthur's agent claims the midfielder will now be looking to move clubs this summer. In January, he was close to leaving and joining Arsenal. He is too important a player to be marginalised. He also thinks about his situation with the national team. Hey, Edu, make it happen. Gabriel, Gabriel Martinelli, Gab Jesus, Arthur Melo, this Marquinhos brother for the vibes, you know. Cedric and Tavares, Portuguese speakers. We got, you know, I'm sure what William has William has a has a restaurant in London as well. And I'm sure Edu and Arteta got, got the black cards for that. So come to the thing. He was signed to play a different style of football. With Sarri, he would have played Jorginho. Allegri likes him, but instead he wants to play with more physical midfielders. It's a tactical question, and I don't make the technical choices, but it's not in anyone's interest to continue in this situation. Come to the club, man. You know what you need to do. Um, I think this is just the same thing. Nigel Winterburn has okayed the hickey transfer. I mean, I've been speaking about him from 2019. I ain't seen this Donny before, but Arsenal are interested in signing Racing Club youngster Carly Alka. Alcaraz, after the 19-year-old, has impressed in Argentina's top flight this season with his performances from midfield. Despite playing in a different position, he has been dubbed the next Littorio Martinez. Boy, we need to be targeting emerging markets, innit? Apparently, 
and this is where things can get collapsed for us. Arsenal's attempts to offload Lucas Torreira on a permanent basis have stalled due to the midfielder's salary demands. A new report has revealed the Gunners' outcast has impressed on loan at Fiorentina and got a whole hella player of the month. This report has claimed that uh, Torreira wants 4 million, 3.4 in terms of a salary, and it's proven a stumbling block for the Italian side. There's a purchase option for 12.75 million in the loan deal. Arsenal's summer budget would be given a sizable boost if Torreira and Fiorentina can find a solution to their current financial issues. Torreira has racked up 33 appearances this term, five goals in the process. And I think you could have a future at Arsenal, but it just seems like you just don't want to be in England, innit? Once again, Eddie's been tipped to leave. Apparently, Arsenal are showing awesome interest. Apparently, we're targeting a Pepe replacement with signing Pepe. You know, from Porto, where we've seen, once again, the Barlas agent is in town, people. In London, he's probably speaking to everybody. Um, so, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> Arsenal, apparently, back on the menu is is, is Morata. I don't think that's going to happen there. He will not continue at Atletico. And we tried to get him in Jan. We've just spoken about we just spoken about 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 Arthur Melon. So yeah, we won't keep going over that. We've just spoke about Marquinhos. So that's all that. In relation to what's this? We'll get we're moving through this. Once again, Arsenal are preparing the opening bid for Gabriel Jesus. Manchester City won around 50 to 60 to sell him, even if his deal won't be extended. Once again, we can begin to close that. William Saliba allegedly. Now I can't lie, you got to subscribe to the actual report that spoke about Saliba people, but you know, Zhao Pauli said, I hope that there's a possibility for us to keep the player. I like him who knows the team. I don't know if it depends on Marseille, William or Arsenal. I don't know the possibilities. I think he'll be given an opportunity, but I think every option will be available. I think that, you know, I'm open. I definitely with the, what with, I've been saying it. I think obviously I'm happy Saliba went out on loan because you'd rather him go out on loan than not play no football in it really. And he's played 30, 40 appearances. He's been playing in Europe. They've got to, you know, they were just a semi-final of a European trophy in the Conference League. They're fighting to get Champions League football. Marseille's a big club with big fans and all these things. Sao Paulo's a great manager. He's played as a, he's played at right back on occasion. He's played in the back three, in the back four, on the left, on the right. He's had a number of good games, but he's also had some tough ones. You know, you lot have been through my loan reports. There's been times he's given the ball away needlessly. Times he's given away silly free kicks. The game against Lyon getting skinned alive. Sometimes he hasn't necessarily smelt the danger. These are things that are still going to be there with a 21-year-old. I would have liked him in the squad or someone else because there's been times Ben White and Gabriel have been amazing, but also they could have been dropped. And as you see, our bodies are light. But I understand it. Gabriel playing on the left. He's just spent 50 million on Ben White. Holding's cool to sit on the bench and whatnot. I got it. So we'll have to see, man. We'll have to see. I think every option's available. One minute he's saying he's staying, then he's gone and this and that. Apparently, Arteta has had a change of heart over extraordinary Arsenal man. Um, what's this? And now wants to use him next season. Arsenal is sitting, oh, look, let's just scroll all the way, man. Let's just get into it. According to reports from France this week, Mikel Arteta may have had a change of heart on Saliba and is planning on using him next Saliba is indeed part of Arsenal's plans for next season as things stand. Um, so we'll have to see, people, what's going on. I think there's not much in it between Ben White, Gabriel and Saliba. I think no one's clear of each other. I think you're all going to show young defenders doing dumb stuff. There's one thing Saliba, you know, is going to be shocked with is 
you know, you have too much time on the ball in France, I believe. And sometimes he does try and play nonchalant passes. But other than that, I think his marking can improve. His marking, his anticipation skills, his composure, all of it's ticking along in the right way. He's not going to be a world-class player overnight. He's still only 21 turning 22. But get this man, along with Martinelli and Saliba and Saka, sorry, new deals. Let's keep it moving. So we'll have to see people, man. It'll be a shame for him not to get a chance without make without making an appearance. So we'll have to see what happens. But yeah, man, that's 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 Saliba Just kicking off that one. What is this? I hope manager says he wants Ars he wants Arsenal future great at his club next season. Arteta never used him. Obviously, I think this is the same Sao Paulo stuff, people. Um, not Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo stuff. Williams' progress is linked to his development this season and the maturity he now has and his playing time. He is now consistent. He's grown up as a player. And there's actually been some times, like in the last game I watched, he made he was tracking back on some possessing and made a fantastic tackle. But there's also been times Camaro's got him out of trouble, as you'd expect of a young man. In relation to his situation at the club, I hope that there's a possibility for us to retain a player like him who knows the team. But I know if it depends on Marseille, William or Arsenal, I don't know the possibilities in this case. So... We'll have to see what's going on, man, with, with William Saliba, man. But I just think there's too many hot takes. Arsenal and Manchester City, only 20 million from Jesus' agreement, and everyone believes it's done. Arsenal and Manchester City are reportedly 20 million apart in their valuations of Gab Jesus, but a deal is still to be struck. The Gunners have prioritised the summer deal for the Brazilian, who has just one year remaining on his current deal at Man City. Mikel Arteta wants to sign people, as we know. City value their man at 60 million. Arsenal would like to strike a fee for around 40 million pound people. The report goes on to outline that no one expects the deal to collapse due to financial differences and everyone believes that a deal is done. So does it really matter if we get Champions League or not then? I don't know. City obviously are going to have to offload players. They've got a bag of players coming in. They've got a bag of players leaving. We already have heard Gab Hezis' agent speak as well. We've got to remember there's six clubs. And again, saying that it's, it's getting close to being complete could be because other clubs are interested. So I don't know for that. We already spoke about Dybala's agent. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Frank Lampard. But the Everton boss will hold talks with the England forward at the end of his injury-ravaged season, people. So, it is what it is. He ain't really been lit with us that much. He's a fantastic player. The pedigree striker that there aren't many around. It's been unfortunate for me. I think that I haven't had him fit. He's had one of games, fitness and confidence. We've never been able to get that for Dominic, to be fair to him. But, yeah, he's a huge player. They're not very common. His contract, he's contracted to us. Three years left on his contract. And I want to take this club forward and players like Dominic help that. I know he hasn't been playing at the minute because he's been getting fit, but now he's fit. So hopefully he will contribute in the last few games for starters. Then he's our player. He's a player that would be wanted by many clubs because of the level he is. There aren't many strikers out there. They cost a lot of money. I'm not worried about him at all. Lampard in, in, intends to meet with many players at the end of the season over what the future holds for them. But the manager did confirm that he expects Donny van der Beek, who has been on loan from Man United, to return to Old Trafford to work with Ten Hag. So make of that what you are, people. Once again, Saka and uh, Saka and Rams. Them people. So yeah, with that, what are you lot saying? Sorry, people. I just I just thought let me get through it. You know, replay value in that. So yeah, man, that's the transfer news. Isn't this? Sorry, people, where are we at? 35-19. We got Marquinhos. Hey, this deal. 
the ball on. Saliba returning. Eddie likely to leave. Transfer news. Has Arteta given his thingy, people? What's it called? Has he done his press conference? Or is it? would it be too well? We're playing on Monday. You'd imagine, well, it could be on Sunday, but it's the Lord's Day, isn't it? No one wants to stay at Yard. Arthur Mello as well. I don't know. Don't forget, across YouTube and Twitch around 4, what, 4.15, 4.30. I can't remember the time, people, but I'm going to be live. It's FA Cup final. I'm an Arsenal fan. Whether I, whether my team's in or not, we got to watch it, it, people. So, yeah, man. That was a serious one. Let me see what you lot are saying. I'm trying to get the link for you lot. It's, it's been an enemy of progress. Here we go. Slap that in there for you lot. There you have it, people. Have it. Ah. So, yeah, man. Buy it for me, then. DG, can you allow this guy's cap, man? I man, be a bit sensible. I don't care about the FA Cup, if I'm honest. I mean, that's good for you. But for those of you who do care, we're going to watch it, innit? Ramsdale is 24, shouldn't be on the list. Is he 24 or 23, broski? I just don't think he's a young player of the season. 24. Ah, oh, this guy is jewy. This guy is jigging it. He's jugging it. He's it's his birthday today, blood. It's his birthday today. It's Ramsdale's birthday today. You're jugging it. It is his birthday today. Literally, he's turned 24 today. What an agenda. What an agenda. What an agenda. What an agenda. I have to respect it, man. Let me scroll the way up, man, because you'll have some comments. It's cool off, man. Dude, not unnecessary spamming, bro. Let me scroll all the way up, people, because I, I missed out a lot. DJ, you should get a few of the guys to play football manager when the season's done. I don't want no big names. All these men who, who we want now, Vlavic, Osman, Haaland, all started somewhere. We just need to get lucky. I hear that. We have to buy two wingers, two strikers, two, two mids, six slash eight, one centre-back, one right-back, one left-back if we get Champions League. We're not signing Marquinhos, boy. That Germany thing you're wearing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duschlund. I Anyone don't know much about him, bro. Nah, man, I got a name on the back. If he can develop like Vinicius, we're good. Edu needs to get some Brazilian pizzazz in this team. Wouldn't mind a certain Brazilian midfielder just scout the right guy, trust. Video of him looks okay. He looks dead. You think he's joining under-21s? It's sounding like lone army settings. And it's like, whoever made the, that compilation that's floating around on Twitter hates him. Hates the guy. Marquinhos could be another gem. He gets a chance, isn't it? All I care about is, he, you know, if he goes on to, to, to be someone for this club, great. But just make sure you make peace. He, you know, as much as I would like him to be this unearthed gem and, and all of this sort of stuff, great. But if not, you bought him for three odd million, two odd million, send it, sell him for 10 20. The world goes round. How many clubs have some players have never kicked a ball for their team? They just made the piece. Eddie to Villa for Watkins. Like, would you be fine with Jesus and Balogun as backup? 
Uh, well, if you get Jesus and another and another striker, that's it done, isn't it? I think Balogun, there'll be more games provided. Well, we're going to be in Europe in some capacity, but for Balogun, a bit like Eddie, but you need to kind of be somewhere you're going to start all the time and, and whatnot. You'll be good for the squad, but yeah. Promises are a comfort to a full DG. We will miss you, Eddie. Bro, you need to do what's right for your career. If you let Arteta... You know what? As I said, he might have he might have shown his ability. Maybe Arteta is thinking stuff. Obviously, there's a lot of moving parts at Arsenal Football Club in the sense of two strikers might come in, but Spanish could get thrown in the work. If one striker doesn't come, then you might say to Lacazette or Eddie, which I don't advocate it for Lacazette, even though some of you said it before, all right, you can stay now. Eddie, there could be a reality for you to get games as a third choice, but are you going to play? Obviously, not everybody can get game time. You've got to remember the reality of football. The first job is to get three points. As much as football fans want everything, you're not going to advocate all, every. you can't have it all the time. Everybody playing, getting three points, etc. You know, if you're in the Europa League, then Eddie's got the group stages, but is that enough to develop? And for me, once you get a taste of first team football, you don't want to go back to what you had in it. It's like a nitty. Once they've had that first crack pipe, they're not going back to being normal. Even if they go rehab and shit, it's not going to happen, is it? And Eddie said it. Big up the beautiful game podcast. He said it in the in that podcast, and it makes sense. Obviously, we all know you've got to take your chances. And Ian Wright was even critical on him when he when he wasn't taking his chances previously. But it's very difficult to affect the game when you play for five minutes. 10 minutes, 12 minutes. Some people can, and that gives you the extended run. Some people need an opportunity. And he's been given that, and he's showing he can do a thing. But psh, let's be honest, can you bet on that for next season? Already betting on young guys like Saka, Martinelli and Smith-Rowe, he was still learning to become out-and-out recognised goal scorers. I don't see us getting Jesus and either Dybala or Nunes in the same window. Would you be happy with Jesus and Ketty and Jovic alone? Wouldn't say happy, but it is what it is. Scared. Boy. Not even gonna draw you out because you lot still talk about that Kennet and Prick. My only concern is if we don't finish top four, that will determine our chance. Well, to be honest, we didn't think I hear you lot. And we all know what Champions League can do for you and whatnot. But I'm not going to lie. The mandate was top six. Now, I guess top four falls within that. But we probably... we Listen, we weren't... Let's be honest. We weren't expected to do what we're doing, you know? So, in August, if we knew that we probably wasn't looking at top four... And let's be honest. The work for next summer... Well, last summer, the work for this summer should have begun the minute the windows closed. So, the targets you're looking at, you should be able to react really and truly. Big up, DG. Hope you're good. Bring in four or five names. Players, sorry, along with the loan. He's coming back. The squad will be a lot better. But who from the loan army? Bellerin don't want to be here. Torreira don't want to be here. Balogun, are you ready? It's been half a season. Brook Norton Coffee, you're my guy. But are you ready? And is it fair to them? They're still developing as footballers. Let them go out on loan. You know. Who else has got Ainsley Maitland now? I'm tired of the Instagram outbursts and all these things. It just It's best that you just keep it moving, isn't it? Even if I do like the Halen boys, would badly try the world for Reese Nelson to be a squad player here and get a bit like what I was saying with Eddie and Ketty. Are you going to play? Only, only, only time can tell, man. So, yes. And, and again, you're not going to be able to move everybody Unless be honest. You're not going to be able to flush out all the players, bring all the players in. It's unhealthy and it's not really going to work, you know? So, we'll have to see. And there's a couple, but I just, I ain't trying to hear Pablo Marie coming back. I'll be real with you. I'll be real. Absolutely real, but he knows, man. Things can happen in life.
You shit, you look so happy. What's making timestamps? Saliba can learn a lot from how White is calm when the boy spends a lot of time weighing up his options. Ah, I don't think Saliba needs to learn that from Ben White. I think what 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 he needs to learn a bit like Ben White is to start thinking like a defender, you know, because you know you lot are very much the modern day defender. In fact, I think Saliba thinks like a defender more than Ben White. You know, Ben White looks like how he wants to play in midfield and that really. I do think Ben White gets a lot of heat, but I would like him to think like a defender first. I, I mean, you can learn a lot from your peers, but I just think you need to learn the element of defending. I think you all need to learn proactiveness. The best defenders are those that read the game. Of course, in a, in a defender's highlight reel, the slide tackling, the last ditch tackling, the preventing a goal. But most importantly, you're seeing that before it's happened. It's not going to make the highlights, but what's better? Someone that's made a slide tackle because it's happened or someone that's read what's going to happen and cut across so that there, there's not even an attempt. The commentator's not even speaking about it. Saliba don't want to work with Arteta for some reason. I mean, unless we've spoken to any of these guys individually, let's refrain from that. We don't know any of this. Saliba is suspended next weekend, so the last game of his Marseille loan is in Rennes tonight. Yep, a club that tried to get him. If Saliba, if Jesus has one, one year left, paying 40 million is too much. Why does it seem that Arsenal overpay for talent and get underpaid for their talent? Because we're shit hustlers. To be fair, I, don't, I think 40 million is calm. I think 50 are getting zanged. But at the end of the day, there's six other clubs. They know they'll be able to sell him. they probably rather him not go to a Prem rival. City don't exactly care about P. City do seem a bit blase when it's selling players. You're like, Ferran Torres, you can go. You know, half the time, Mares, Sterling, Mares, Sterling, Bernardo, all every Gundogan. It seems like every now and again, their players get cold feet and they say you can go, really. Calvert-Lewin can stay in Everton, though I'm for Melo and Jesus. But if Eddie stays third choice, then OK, but he needs to go alone. We've got clowns running the club. We've got no respect in the transfer. I don't know what it will do, but what we're doing is just speculating, man. I fully forgot you had Ainsley under your books that it's got literally to the end of the season with a conference league without even participating. Big up to him. The move worked out, isn't it, really? 50 million for Hayes, seems like a decent price. Edu's got some work to do. Tavares and Cedric have cost us proper frauds upstairs at the club. Ainsley actually stunk it up differently at Roma. Forgot about the guy. Saliba's got to be integrated next season. Can't be holding ne can't be holding the next line. I hear that. Fabrizio said Arsenal are preparing the paperwork now for Marquinhos. I mean, we read that. When's Ainsley Maitland-Niles contract end 2023? So just keep it moving, man. It's just time to keep it moving. If Eddie banged 15 goals, that would be more of a question as to making him back. And it's not fair, bro. You need minutes of currency. We're forgetting. Bear man have gone for half a season on loan. Brooke, Balogun, let them develop. And one thing I like about them being away from the club, you know, with every good or bad game, they're the guy or not the guy. Half the guys that attacked Arteta for not playing Balogun, first to turn on him when he had that shaky. Who did we play in the cup? I think Eddie saved us, you know. People need to re remember, stop getting gassed off what man are doing at 23's level, you know. If Balogun's situation was sorted out way before, he should have went on low last year, bro. It doesn't impress me. And it's nothing to do with that. But if you get impressed by someone playing for numerous years, badging it up at under-23's level, you don't know what you're talking about. You need to be out of your depth. 
You know, you need to see someone struggle. Like you've seen sometimes when he hasn't started at Middlesbrough or been clipped by Middlesbrough and not made and, and come off the bench. Sometimes he's shown his naiveties with the runs he's made. He's had he scored a good goal against Brom and that. But again, and I'm not being harsh on him, but when I've watched the Chelsea Spurs, to be fair, Rich Romero, you know, at least someone with Romero, maybe that's why he didn't want to play Arsenal, even though they smacked us. But um, Man United, Spurs, Chelsea hasn't done much. And I'm being harsh, but that's the level. You're playing Premier League teams like that week in, week out. And again, you have to allow a man, you know, he's playing catch-up. In fact, he's not even playing catch-up. He's doing what he should be doing, you know. <laughs> He's learning his thing, man. Let him learn his craft. He's been unlike Eddie, fortunately, for the club. We've tied him down, cut the track, 87 likes. That's embarrassing, people. You look patting that up, please. He's learning his craft, you know. Everyone just thinks a striker's just going to bat it up, score 20 league goals. But, man, I have to learn this thing, you know. And, again, not to say he's going to be like that, but for him and Eddie and most strikers out there, where was Harry Kane, Jamie Vardy, Abamian, where were these guys at 22 years of age? Kane was probably at Millwall or something on loan. Abamian was probably a scrub in St Etienne. Vardy was probably drinking WKD and sniffing in clubs and that, you know. You've got to allow man to develop, especially with strikers as well, man. To be honest, EJ, I feel we need to focus on this game before transfers. These games are more important. I hear you, but, you know, we can do both. You know, Eddie's job is to is to pattern transfers. Arteta can have a conversation about transfers and then be dedicated. I mean, you can do both. I hear you, though. Two likes to 100. Hey, man. Hey, pay for the internet. Or shut up, man. What's wrong with you? How much time is you going to make a joke and get no reception? Bold digger. What a name. <laughs> Boy, who is Marquinhos, man? They said the same thing about Arteta, man. Thoughts on Diego, Diogo Costa? Is that a new one or do you mean Diego? Dabala is probably a myth. And to be fair, Dabala, as much as I would like it, he's, and it sounds dumb because we're Arsenal, but what is he going to solve? He's not a striker. He best as a false nine. Like, as much as I'm taking that, where's the goals going to come from? Why, do pe why are people bitching about the club saying they don't know? They do not know. Whatever Edu is doing well, Arteta is doing well, and the owners are stumping up the money. I mean, you can positively criticize anyone. I don't know. I don't know. Really know what that comment means. There must be something in the chat. Deluded. I'm more nervous for Newcastle than Spurs. So was I. So where does that place us? I got no faith in this team. I'll be real. Like we play like that, it's a myth. Ainsley could be a replacement right back, but again, Arteta don't have faith in Ainsley as a right back. Clearly, like you're only gonna play right back in the back three, really. You put if you you could probably, but we, for me we need to move away from that man. Not that Marquinhos, bro. Uh, Ainsley needs to go at best. I'd have him as a backup right back, but nothing other than that. You know, fans was there. Oh, you know, unfair. Why is it? Arteta dropped him. He had a great game against Watford, brother. Come on, man. Oh, the keeper. He's decent from what I see. What are your thoughts on the American goalie we signed in Jan? I can't have any thoughts. I don't know him. Like, I don't know nothing about him. Like, I give him a chance, but I don't. I don't know, man. Could never be that Marquinhos Charles. You could get Champions League Varane and then put him in the conference. Getting ripped by Eddie and Ketty or someone that ain't got twenty league goals to their name. I hear it, man. The fact that Liverpool are monitoring Ketty should tell you his ceiling is higher than 
and what people see. Not seeing he'll be the next uh, uh, Harry Kane, but the kid will develop. He will. Whether he becomes a household name is up to him, but they see money. They see someone that can be part of the squad. And like us, he can be part of our squad. But it's a myth, man. Need new people upstairs. Always overpaying again, underpaid in the market. Edu and a lot need to go so the club can move to the next level. Eddie's leaving. Oh, I can't lie. I've seen Thierry really leave. Who cares, man? Could be worse. We could let Paul Pogba leave, then buy him back. And his biggest highlight could be dancing with Stormzy. And then he leaves for free again. Season 10 of Unlocking Paul Pogba. Love Eddie, but he feels unloved that Arsenal is on his way to West Ham. Let him go do his thing. Like, as I said, Eddie, there's, I can't lie. I think we're having too much conversation about Eddie and Ketty respectfully. Let him go and do his thing. You need to look at it with no emotion. Do what you need to do to develop. This Brazilian youth we are signing looks terrible. I'll give him a chance, but I know nothing about him, man. Why is the Premier League the best league in the world with the worst refs? Do you think we need to have an academy to develop referees to be world-class? I think you just need to ask several questions. You literally get fined if you question mark referees. Refereeing is terrible from grassroots all the way to the top level, speaking for myself here, man. No to Dybala coming to Arsenal. Ainsley is gone this summer. I don't know how much... I don't know much about this, Marquinhos. City is asking for 50 million. Arsenal have to put the first bid in for Hazes. How would you line out at the back on Monday? I don't know who's fit, so I can't comment at this moment in time, man. Yeah, PSG, not your shit club. DJ, I watched the MLS and I've been watching Tosti's average at best, but he's sort of a ball player and centre back more like a Ben White. Or see all this negative Arsenal stuff. Eddie is class. Arteta is doing his job and overachieving. Uh, overachieving? I don't know about overachieving. People are allowed their opinions, positive or negative. We don't need to be hyper-positive. We don't need to be hyper-negative. We don't need to lie to ourselves. We can just be honest. Overachieving of what? What is overachieving? Of course, on the sense of that we're in a top four race. But if you don't get top four, that's not overachievement. And even that, fourth is what? What is fourth? So I don't know what overachieving is. You know, Edu and Arteta, they're doing okay. They've had a good summer window. You know, we got a, when when we do dumb things, you question mark. When we do okay things, give give the bird, but give the bird call. But I don't know about overachievement and this. What annoys me about Arsenal fans this rush to paint a narrative positively or negative. Why not just comment on what you can see and then go with that? To be fair, it could be worse. We could be man-divided in the market, but at least they get deals over the line, whether it's hit or miss, more misses than hits. Who you want to win the Arsenal? Who you want to win the FA Cup? Not Chelsea. Considering he's 25 and, and that, yeah, I think he's worth 50 mil. We could do a lot worse. Considering he's got a year left on his deal, it's an issue. But yeah, man, City know they could probably sell him abroad for less. They don't maybe don't want to sell him. Don't know, man. Constructive criticism, worthy praise, objective, unbiased. That's you in a nutshell, DG. Keep up the good work. I appreciate that. Arsenal have overachieved this season. Fact. Everyone said at the start of the season, even you said top seven after three straight losses. Come on, be real. We're overachieving. We're not overachieving. And if you go back to my videos, I actually have always said Arsenal could finish as low as eighth and as high as fourth, such as at the volatility of our football club. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, I don't see a trophy for finishing fourth, fifth or sixth. Arsenal have not confirmed Champions League. I'm not telling you what to think or to think. 
just think if you think they're overachieving cool please don't try and force your opinions on people in the chat because it's just dead that's not overachieving if that's overachieving respectfully your standards are on the floor respectfully you know considering we're getting relegated we're doing okay but overachieving so if Arteta packed it in today and we look at what Wenger's achieved not necessarily putting him against Wenger because there's no contest. What Herbert Chapman's achieved, what Graham, great George Graham has achieved. We're putting our there based on this. I thought I was deluded. Big up our but let's just not lie to ourselves, bro. I don't know. We're lying. Like, we're fully lying if we say that. Like, fourth would be an overachievement. Even that, you know. You don't get trophies for winning full. Fourth has become some byproduct because it's just Champions League. It's just man can laugh at their friends. It there's 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 a financial reason. That's why Arsenal Spurs, maybe to a degree, United like it. I'm talking about the board owners. You know, I would say that's overachievement because no one probably, even though I said we could finish eighth as as low as eighth and as high as fourth, I never convincingly said we're gonna get fourth. That's an overachievement, and that only goes so far. What are we talking about? I'm not going to... I hail up Arteta, but are you going to praise a plumber for, for using his tools correctly? Are you going to praise a plumber for knowing, like, mapping out how to fix your boiler? I'm not going to praise the gaffer for... for I'm going to admire what he's doing, but I'm not going to praise you for giving faith to young players, for playing the same players, for saying one thing and following through with it. This comes with the territory. You lot praise me for being consistent on YouTube, and I'm very appreciative of that. But it comes with the territory. What are we talking about? I never tell you what to think if that's what you think, but I'm just saying think. You know, so you can type facts in caps and do your Rafa Benitez thing. It's, it's dead, man, please. Like, every now and again, there's these comments where people just repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. It's like, we get it. Stop trying to force it to people. This is open dialogue. Just think what you feel. You're stating the obvious, bro. We're doing what we're doing. If we're meant to have a young mandate, if we have to have a reset and we've brought in a young squad, that's cool. That's not overachievement, bro. I didn't say we're not achieving. You said we overachieved. You're moving the goalposts. You don't even know what you're saying now. You see what happens when you get angry. You're not you're not applying common sense, bro. We're not bros. I don't know you from nowhere as well. Allow me, man. I don't, I don't see you. I don't know you, man. Don't, just be respectful, man. Don't have your opinions. Don't force opinions. That's one thing that jars me about this content shit, man. I ain't praising Edu or Arteta doing basic things. I didn't praise Wenger being a good manager. I praise the club winning cups and trophies. I, I give you your... Bro, DNA, system, these things are hell you up. But what's that? You needed to do this for years, bro. No, <laughs> the fuck? Overachieving. Even that, we're just doing what we're supposed to do. If we finish where we finish right now, that's what, we're, that's what we asked to do in the summer. Top six, rebuild, young squad building blocks. You want to be Arsenal manager, you have to give young players opportunities and develop them. You have to play with courage. You have to bring in players, you know. You have to be adaptable. You have to challenge for things. This comes with the territory. You walk in the United job, man can't praise you for, for doing certain things. Anyways, away from that, man. You know, we're doing all right, but overachieving. The bar's on the floor. Let's be real with ourselves. The bar's on the floor for the gaffer, myself included. The gaffer, you know, on the pitch. Big up Ramsdale. The fact that you could catch, gassing you up. Tommy Asu, just say the bar's on the floor, bro. Man, are praising young players, praising strikers, sorry, for working hard. Some of you were gassing and, and head over heels about giving Lacazette a new door. Oh, he runs around. Crazy. Overachieving is nonsense. Only someone with low expectations would think that. No, you could think that, but like you're forcing that. This is where it's gone to forcing opinions now. Like 
You're trying to force your opinions down people, bro. It's dead, bro. What are your thoughts on this? I said it already. I, I can't have any thoughts on this American brother because I don't know him. Like, I've never seen him play. Like, I've never seen him play. I have to see him pre-season. And obviously, I think we're touring America. He'll be about, you know. And the Tusty brother's there. So, there's that. Please, Arsenal, no. Lewin, top four isn't good to the standards we're used to getting. All clubs should be looking at the league table. I mean, we've got to be reining in a bit, you know. We're nowhere near winning the league trophy and things like that. But, yeah, Origi from Liverpool to Arsenal would be a decent move. No, it bloody wouldn't. Like, it wouldn't. Like, I'm sorry, it wouldn't. Origi's a good player, cult hero for Liverpool, done his thing. But there's a reason he does not start week in, week out. Take nothing away from his contribution and what he's given the team. When he has stepped in, Wolves the other day, we all remember what Origi's done in the Champions League for them. But in the thick of it and the thick of the season, he's not playing week in, week out. It's the other man, them. That's why he's leaving. You know, they've tried to sell him last few windows. Even Klopp come out the other day and said, oh, I can't believe we can't sell him. What are we talking about? It's very different. It, it would look a lot different if Liverpool were asking Origi to play through the middle. And they wouldn't do that because it wouldn't be fair to Origi because for what they want to do, he's got some strengths that can help the squad. He can't bag 15, 20 league goals. What are we on that path? That won't be no good move. It's another sideways step. If Origi's going to come and be Arsenal's first trade striker, we might as well pack it up. Fuck. Think we'll lose to Newcastle. They've won six of the last seven home games, and with our defensive crisis, we'll concede goals. Crazy man! If we don't get top four, we have to. I think you mean sack. I don't know about that. Arteta's got a wife as well. I don't know, man. I don't know about that one, Broski. But and yeah, and I don't think he's going to get sacked for that. And I don't think necessarily Arteta should get sacked for not getting fourth. By all means. We should ask question marks because all the players have played a part like Arteta in getting here. And if they've all fucked it up, they've all got to take responsibility. Injuries, you know, players have done stupid things on the pitch. Mikel Arteta, we need to look at the transfer window, not bringing in players, letting players go. We need to look at things like Brighton, where tactically we've had one problem at left back. We've now shifted Xhaka to left back and messed up our midfield. Our inability to break down a low block against Burnley, our reaction to going down to 10 men against Spurs. The players have messed up the Spurs game, you know. Crystal Palace, you know, going there, going there with Tavares with no real protection. It does feel like at times, if it ain't broke, we don't fix it. DG, I watch MLS and again, Matt Turner is a decent shot stopper, but no good at playing out from the back. I wouldn't get my hopes up. So, yeah, man. Where the hell would this whole Riggy would be class at Arsenal come from? Oh, he could help us a bit. But, yeah, man, I don't know about that. He's better than Cannavaro. That was a beat. That what a spelling error to make, bro. You can do that if you want. You know, I was free, but I don't know about that. It's a bit spooky and beaky, my guy. <laughs> Aye, man, it's all entertainment. It's all banter, man. Appreciate you lots talking points, etc., etc., etc. Making that timestamp. Don't forget, people. Please hit the like button, even if you're not going to be there. Across Twitch and YouTube, it's Liverpool, Chelsea. It's FA Cup business. I meant sack him. I hope you did, my guy. Uh, L, I, I, I'm doing your bit day, but I hope you did. I hope you did. I hope you did. Because if you didn't, boy, you know, like, I know some people say oh, that is an attractive young manager, but boy, you're taking it too far, dog. <laughs> it's all entertainment. 
Gnabry could be our best player instantly. Charles, what where am there? Is he signing? Where is he at? You know I'm Arteta out. No fan of him. The players or the wider regime. For me, I like Arteta. I like what he's doing. There's been times this season or it just throughout, let's just say throughout his reign where, you know, the sun's been shining. There's been a lot of times where he survived the rain. There's been a lot of times where, let's be honest, other managers would be sacked or scrutinised for much for much less. And he has been given, afforded a lot of luxuries. I do think in life, you can't say someone's got potential and this, that and the other. When it goes right, gas them, but not ask questions when it goes wrong. It's like a kid that is smart, does shit in a test. You're going to ask him what's going on with that, you know, really and truly. There's been times where he's done right, times where he's done wrong. I think it is a mixed bag. For me, I believe in Artel. Do I believe he's the guy to win Premier League titles and things like that? I don't know. And I don't believe that because I can't see that at this moment in time because... We need to know if we're getting top four and, and doing these things consistently. So I do like Arte, what Arteta is doing. He's probably achieved all his goals in terms of what the club's doing. I do like what he's done with the young players, but the jury's still out. I'm not Arteta in or out. I don't feel... If you're allowed to have your opinions and say sack him and that. Speaking for myself, or I'm allowed to have my opinion. I don't think it's the best decision to sack him at this moment in time. Um, I don't think I would be 100% committed. I do think... Certain people connected with our club, in the club, and fans. It's almost like it's not Arsenal. It's Arteta. It's committed to Arsenal failing or I mean, Arteta failing or succeeding. And I think that's quite weird and quite unhealthy, in my humble opinion, really. Like, I want him to... Who wouldn't want the manager to do... Well, I can only speak for myself, but I would want the manager to get it right, you know, because it means we don't have to go through the same things. Oh, he needs his players. He needs this, he's that. But for me, it's a myth. One thing I don't like about Arteta is he has this sometimes approach. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I and 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 I mean that in the in against Spurs. Now hindsight's a thing, but could you went with a back five? You know, I think we do this emotional thing too much. We need to be a bit cerebral, and I think he does that. He does strike me as he does the Wenger thing, where he gets onto the players privately and protects them publicly. And I'm not saying get on to the players, but I think sometimes, be honest, you can have your opinions about the referee in the Spurs game, but and you can say you're proud of the players, but I think sometimes it's just a luxury in just saying it weren't our day, we weren't at our best. You know, I just, I think things like that. And sometimes Arteta just strikes me a bit like a spoiled kid at times where it, when a span is thrown in the work, there's no way to react to it, man. Conte does complain. Conte is a flipping hypocrite like all managers. They all complain. They all bitch. You know, he keeps talking about the flipping, the game being postponed, which you can see why we postponed it, Conte. So, yeah, but he is right, really. I mean, I would like our medical staff to be like Liverpool's Denver because historically now it's getting bigger, but Liverpool have had a small squad and bar that season, was it last year, where their defenders were dropping like flies? They kept everybody fit and healthy and that. I'm mad if Klopp steals him from Bayern. We, we Bayern, already lost Thiago to Liverpool. Wait. Frankie de Jong should be our first summer signing. Would love it, but yeah. I mean, should have put... I understand why he played holding, but should have went to a back three. And I don't understand why Tommy Asu weren't on the right-hand side. Now, I don't know football like Arteta, but we played stupid games once to be prizes, man. As a City fan, I reckon Jesus suits Arsenal still gets involved in the build-up and also ends up in the box at the end of the move. And he would have a platform to play, probably pee, pee off after a few years after showing what he could do. It's over. It's nonsense, bro. Like, there's either... This is what jars me about Arsenal fans, you know. There's Arsenal fans that fail to understand that there is some fucking good that Edu... You can criticise them, but there's some fucking good that Arteta, Edu and the club are doing. You know, we've had a... 
word to my guy G1 participation hype and all of that. But let's, you know, we've had a better season than we've had, you know. I think there's some fans that fail to understand that. By all means, criticise the club, but let's not act like there's not some positives. The, the scary thing about our club, they give you just enough to get gassed off and then crush your heart, but there is that. And then I think there's there's the toxic negativity, like people are committed to Arteta doing wrong. Then I think there's just some people that are just committed to Arteta and not the club that blame everyone but Arteta, even if he does things, fail to just be honest and say certain things. This is why I don't really like to talk specifically about Arsenal with a lot of people, because a lot of people don't want to be honest. They don't like it. I don't know why, but it, and it's jarring, man. It's proper boring. Proper boring. What can you do, man? Please don't spam. You said that already, man. Arteta is biased towards some players. Some players make mistakes weekly and still play. But when Pepe or Tavares make mistakes, that's not really fair to Arteta, even though it has been. There's been times this season, earlier on in the season and recently, where Tavares has played shit and retained his faith in the team, if I'm honest with you. So I, I don't really feel that's fair. I see what you're saying with the Pepe thing. And the thing is, the same way the young players are going to make mistakes, Arteta's are going to make mistakes. Everyone has made mistakes. We win, lose and draw in this thing together. Like We're not just going to get top four because of Arteta's expertise and we're not just going to do it because of the players. I know football's an emotional game, but like, come on, man. It's, it's, it's quite frustrating. Big up G, though. That's a comment. Yeah, Tommy Aspect left back was a silly trial move from Arteta. I just don't get the purpose. Like... Kulisewski's sick, don't get it twisted, and anyone can beat Cedric, like you've seen, pause, you know, Sancho got some change out of him, you know, Harvey Barnes got some change, the list goes on, but who would you rather have your best defender or defender available against, Tommy Asu or, or my man? I think Tommy Asu, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I don't think Tommy Asu gets drawn out into that whole bullshit that Holden was doing with Son. Forget the red card, bro. He could have been given two yellows. Time, he would have probably would have been given two yellows at some point in that game because he's getting way too tight to to to, to Son. I don't know what holding's on, but he must think it's carnival. He's just so tight. He's just getting so tight behind him and grabbing his waist in that. Relax. Whether that's Cedric and Holding not talking, whether the manager has told Holding to get there, I don't know. If anything, that's the goals back. Maybe that's why we. If you went to three at the back with Tom Yasu on the right. Obviously, probably should have played Ben White. If he's fit, he's, if he's on the bench, he's fit for me to play some something. And then, as you know, three at the back, you're entitled as a centre back. You can, you can, you know, get tight to to Son and that with Xhaka and 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 El Nene as well. Maybe one of them just filling that centre half as you do that. So it's I can't tell Arteta nothing about management. He's been there and done it. I haven't in it, but I can only comment on what I see as a, a, in hindsight. And it was naiveties, really and truly, man. Anytime we buck a street smart team or a street start smart manager, he struggles. That was a game where emotions went wrong. When it's at the Emirates, the emotion thing bangs. But yeah, man. But Son did run into space. Like, so it didn't really make sense. What about Leno? Probably going to leave. We need to play Pepe now. Sometimes training is not always the answer compared to the matchup. I wouldn't say there's a need to play Pepe, but you know, I think he's a decent player. Why not give him a chance? You know, put yourself in the shop window. I wouldn't say I need, we need to play Pepe, but yeah. Oh, but my old managers have biases, bro. And you forget managers, but you're going to, how many of you have played FIFA and football manager? You're losing games. You're still playing the same team because football, you're going to play players that you quote unquote trust. Now us as fans, we could sit there and say, oh, well, that's where you're, that's where you're at. But this is a lot of things. A lot of. Biases, but a lot of fans just want to see what they see 
and then be around people that see that say what they say. Confirmation bias. I think I don't know. I think Saka's the best young player to have ever kicked a football. You know, I'm gonna find some other person who believes that. Then we're just gonna keep reinforcing each other's bullshit. Or United. I think Jaden Sancho's a good player. I'm doing. I'm just trying to. I'm fishing for G1, but you get the point. He is a good player. Not hindsight. Most fans wanted Tommy Asu against Son. Kind of knew it would blow up in our face. But it's right. You're right. DG, would you sign Mikel Antonio? For what? Myth. Here's my opinion. You don't take a second coach from a rival club with no track. I mean... Him being a second coach is kind of at a rival club's irrelevant. I agree with you. The no track record thing is a mad thing. Hudson Odoi is a good player, but we're here for we're here for Banner, man. Of course, Arteta complains too much. Conte complains too much. Pep complains too much. Wenger complains too much. Ferguson complains too much. Every flipping manager on the planet complains too much. You only don't complain when you bloody win. Conte always bitching, still mentioning, even though they patterned us, still mentioning the game being postponed. Moans all the time about the Premier League, about the fixtures, about this, about that, about his club, about this. Every manager, Conte is right on what he said, but every manager's a flipping moaner. If you didn't moan, you wouldn't be a manager. Would you take Ivan Tony for the squad? Why not, man? Ainsley at Rob. Ainsley wanted to go. What can you do? He wanted to go. Brazy. That's the one thing about Arteta for me. When he needs to tra change things, he doesn't. When he doesn't need to break something that isn't broken, he does. And for me, I think a lot of that comes down to because I don't think, apart from the pressure he puts on himself, I don't think there's that that necessary pressure of needing to achieve in football placed on his shoulders at Arsenal to do nothing wrong. He's like a, like a favoured child, isn't it? And for me, if you've got all this potential, obviously you need to contextualise things. But for me, bare potential means, all right, when you do well, boom. But then when you do wrong, oh, just simple questions. Why did you do what you did against White, at White Hart Lane? Against Palace, why did you do what you did with Tavares and Xhaka flying forward? Why did you play Smith Rowe and Odegaard as, as the eights and Lokonga by himself and move Xhaka to left back where we already had problems against Brighton? Why did you do these things? Just healthy questions need to be asked, man. Just like anyone, same way he's asking players. No one's above criticism. And if you are, F off at the club. Newcastle is now a cup final, cup final hype. I'm tired of all of that, man. Like all this, it's our cup final. We've been saying that all season, man. At the end of the day, if you can't beat Newcastle and Everton, you don't deserve to play Premier League football. I mean, Champions League football. Like, for me, it's gone, innit? I'd, it was gone already. Like, it's gone. I don't see Spurs dropping points. I, I I can't see it. I want I want to see it, but I can't. I hope Burnley do a thing. That's a myth. I wouldn't say it's not necessarily worth replacing him, you know. I'm not saying Jesse March is the good decision, but Leeds found a new manager that they find, didn't work, but they find someone that can fit them. You know, Dortmund will always have managers leaving and half of them clubs, and they'll always have someone that fits their project. I don't believe in keeping someone just for the sake of keeping someone and saying, who are you going to get? Just because us fans can't sit there and name names. Go and find someone with a similar sort of outlook with Arteta that's willing to work under this thing, if that part of me was the case. But you are right. It's holding, sending off forgivable time. will tell you, you didn't kill no one. So, yeah, you've just been a dickhead. Say sorry, we move on, innit? Burnley is decent at home. I have faith. It's Burnley, isn't it? Burnley, isn't it? Spurs at home. 
I'm pretty sure it's Spurs. It's Shai Sh- Sh- Hartling. I could be wrong, though. I mean, at the end of the day, if you forgive Holding or not, you got two games, you barely got any midfielders. So the minute he's back, he probably plays against Heaven. I don't, I, to the degree, I don't get, like, I, I'm, I, I, when you see me get angry at players, it's because I actually think much of them. I like Holding. I've always said, I think Holding shit, but I like him. Um, when Cedric, Holding, and certain man make mistakes, it's just, I can't make myself angry again. It's like, you're not, you're just not levels, in it? Like, you do what you do in it. You're gonna go with four. You're gonna you're gonna go with you're gonna go with four or five four or five games where you're gonna fraud it and then whatever. But even that, you know, that's where we need to decipher when to drop someone out the team out the team and all of this. Holding's pony, but I like it, man. If it's not back free, I'm not trying to hear it. Holding can do a decent job at times across the season, but when it's crunch time moments like that, he, oh, he got rattled. You know, Son Son gets painted as a good guy. You know, he's a diver, he exaggerates. Why give the ref a decision to me? It's the quote unquote more experienced players or experienced players that that do these fuck ups as well. Like, is what it is, man. And that's it. That's what I hate about football. It's either, you know, we don't need to look at things deeply for the sake of it. But why is it always got to be either or? And that's one thing I find frustrating as a content creator, bro. People are trying to say, like, white or black, this is that. And that's that. Why can't two truths be in the same realm? It's jarring, man. It's jarring. Proper jarring. And this is it. But this is football. This is football. Need to learn how to win games even when we don't score in the first 15. As soon as we don't... Well, need to know if you can't win, don't lose. And I think there was naivety from everybody, including Arteta, you know, against Spurs. We got too emotional. Yes, it would have been lovely to win, but you didn't have to not lose. The key thing was probably not to lose, you know. While it would have been great to do at White Hart Lane, you have to live to fight another day, man. How many times? Wenger babies and some of you United fans, how many times was it a thing where Fergie or Arsenal... If they won that game, they might have patterned it individually to their seasons. But there's no urge for panic. You just live to fight another day. It's a marathon, man. But I'm not betting. I don't like to rely on other teams, bro. Like, even Liverpool. Many Arsenal fans started to support Liverpool. They dropped points to Spurs. Uh, I hope Burnley are hungry and all of that sort of stuff. Even if Burnley drop, even if Burnley are successful in them dropping points, we need to do our job against Newcastle. So let's just focus on our games. End of the day... Even if Spurs were to win both them games, we can win both of ours and get into the Champions League. So just forgive yourselves for the fuck-ups and really learn. Simple as that. Because I always say to have no regrets. Come May, you're going to have regrets. We can hide behind expectations at the start of the season and things like that. The players are going to have regrets. And they're going to have double regrets because let's have it right. Some of you won't know what Champions League football is if you're not lucky enough to help Arsenal get it. You won't get champ. You will not play Champions League football. There's not too many of you that could. Some of you, especially some of the foreign boys, you could probably end up somewhere that is doing a thing there. But yeah, man. The negatives outweigh the positives. We are one loss from what we lost last season and we played more games a week last season. We have let in more goals this season. I think there's more positives than negatives. But again, that's what I like. You're, you're welcome to say that. But we, what, even if you believe that or I believe something different, what have you said there? In that whole sentence, Pirate, you have said, basically, there's positives. And then you've looked at both. The problem is certain men are just going to focus on ridiculous positives and live in la-la land or ridiculously negatives. 
Bro, I don't care. I want every. We allowed to. I always want Chelsea, United, Spurs to lose games unless it affects Arsenal, Liverpool as well. But that's dead. Pull it in your own hands. Simple as that. Is there any update on Gabriel's injury? I mean, apart from him saying it's a muscular problem, to my knowledge, no. Apparently, Sagner has claimed Arsenal will be champions under Arteta in just two seasons. I hope so, but you sound like you're twerking to get involved in a coaching capacity or the punditry thing at Arsenal. I mean, in two years. They might need to fight still. You're right. Big up everybody tuned in, man. Let me have a last look. Is there anything with Arsenal? Still the same old Dybala and all this sort of stuff. I mean, it's silly season right now, isn't it? Mm. We've been linked with Rafferty. Yeah, also it's Newcastle, but I don't really believe that. Boy. Appreciate that, my guy. Even if we don't make top four this season, I think Arteta can turn things around next season if he's back this summer. He's back last summer. I, to be honest, I call it as I see it. i got no expectations. I know what I would like to do as a football club, but I've got no hot takes. If you don't get top four, you've done what you need to do, but I need to see more, man. You know, I'll just call it as I see it. Care about my club, but I don't necessarily care about the players or the manager. Don't get twisted. I want them to do well, got respect, but I'm gonna I was here before you lot, I'm gonna be here after you lot. You lot are not as, as attached to this to me. So simple as that, man. Do you think we're overplaying Gabriel? Probably over relying on these guys, but we ain't got no one else available. I think Gabriel, if there was other centre backs, probably needs to be pulled out the squad as much as I love him, man. Fact remains that if we can't beat Newcastle whenever, and then we don't deserve Champions League football. Amen. And as I always say, the feeling of regret, because some of you, some of these players, boy, feeling of regret across the season. You can hide behind the fact that we're in the Europa League and, and the goal's probably been hit, but you had the chance. And especially for some of these young, young players, it's feeling of regret. You can't change anything come May. Well, end of May. What is more in your opinion, DJ? I'm, don't make, I, what are you asking me? Oh, Romero, sick. Maybe no one else went up, went for him. And that's, you know, everyone else has lost his Spurs' game. Wellington Silva, he was shit, man. He went, it was, it was never going to happen, man. We took a gamble in January that's come back to haunt us. You have to take injuries into account. Hope they learn from this. Exactly. We should always try and be, if you're, listen, if it's winter, you'd rather have too many jackets on and say, yo, let me take off a couple. Then you're out there in a the vest. And it's like the last time the injury thing happened and Arteta sat there and went, oh, well, you didn't say this to the report. You didn't say this last last couple of weeks. Yeah, because there was no injury crisis. You play silly games, you win silly prizes. And as much as I like Arteta, it's this naivety. You know, this is these sort of things that I need to see you learn from. These sort of things don't sound like a manager to me. Oh, overpaying. I thought you said overplaying. That's how you know I'm getting hungry. Probably. Fuck it, man. We've done a lot worse. You need to try to get Kevin Campbell on the show. Should be in the back room stuff. For what though? Big up Kevin Campbell, but like back room stuff for what? Youngest team in the league isn't an excuse to succeed to the levels Arsenal deserve to return to. That's on the manager. Yeah. I just yeah, man. Yeah. Can't disagree. What else are we saying? What else are we saying? 
With Edu and Arteta, it's not black and white. The truth is somewhere in the middle, really. Great. Mistakes and improvements have been made as well. Acknowledge both. Take it away, my guy. Mike dropped. Do you think we need a left back? Yep. I love TNE, but come on, man. I mean, you can't just get a job at Arsenal for talking sense. Big up Kevin Campbell, though, he does. And to be fair, you know, boy, a lot of these ex-Arsenal men, Arteta, said the door's open, innit? If man want to go there, like, there's things to happen. Like David Seaman's doing up his thing over there. Returning it. Do your thing. Why not? How do Arsenal fans think Arteta will finish above Conte, Pep, Klopp, Ten Hag? Sure, even Leicester will come back stronger. Boy, it is what it is. You've got to be competitive, man. You know, got to have a chance, man. You know, you probably, without Klopp and Pep, you know, do I think Ten Hag can do great things at United? Do I think Conte back probably could do things? But you need to believe in yourself, you know? It's fucking hell, like, it's how they, you know, it's how these lot apply across the course of the season. Like, just because you've got a good manager don't mean you're going to do a madness. That means we've never seen a... Uh, um, you know, that means you've never seen a manager struggle. It's your ability to, you know, can you can you be the best the, the best version of yourself 38 times? We're playing Premier League football. If you're scared of comp competition or innovative or innovativity, it's an idiot thing, really. I like Paul Torres, but I want a more aggressive centre back, man. So yeah, man, it is what it is. But on that note, I ain't going to take up any more of your time, people. We've been here for about 90 minutes. You know, we've spoken about Marquinhos. We've spoken about Gabriel Jesus, Dabala, Saliba, Eddie Nketiah, uh, uh, Rafa Gamero, Rafael Gamero. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. I'm going to leave you lot to enjoy what's left of your day. Don't forget across Twitch and YouTube, people, straight after this, I'm going to be live, obviously, for Liverpool, Chelsea. In fact, let me get this question. DG, who are your top? free available strikers that you want to sign. I don't know for availability. No one wants to sell good players, but if you could make Gabriel Jesus and one of Osimhen, Darwin Nunes, Lutero Martinez, the guys that we're always talking about, then I'd be cool with that, innit? If not, is what it is, man. But yeah, I'm back again for the FA Cup. I'm going to get some lunch now. It's been a fantastic debate, people. So yeah, man, appreciative to you lot. Please make sure you've hit the like button and subscribe. You lot stay blessed, stay safe. I'm out.